Welcome, everybody, to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discuss their often very different takes on movies. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss the game that we play to pick what film to watch. It's a fairly democratic process, which we designed to prevent fighting and promote compromise. <laughs> then, we'll be joined by Megan McKay to discuss one of the latest rom-coms, The Broken Hearts Gallery. So, Monica, let's get right into what we call The, the Game. game. Yes. So, we started playing this game uh, to pick what movie we wanted to watch when it was, you know, like the weekend. Mm. We wanted a movie on, necessarily didn't need to, like, pay attention to it, yeah. so we would play it with our And I think it DVDs. started when we, when we first moved in together. Yeah. So we, like, all of our DVD collection was now on, like, the same shelf. Right. And we combined... Yes. Huge, huge step that in any relationship. That was a big process, man. We, the combination. We took out our duplicates yes. and sent them off. I think to declutter, made some money on it, yeah. which was nice. That was a big, was a big moment. Indeed. So we would play this game to kind of be like, okay, well, what game or, or what what movie mm-hmm. are we going to watch? Yes. So we think that the best way to kind of illustrate this game is to just kind of talk you through a round of it. You know, to to play it real time. Might have been pre-planned, but <laughs> you know, to play it for you and explain it as we go along. Yes. So, it starts with each person picking five movies that they would want to watch, right? So, for the purposes of this illustration, we're going to pick five of our all-time favorite movies. These aren't the movies that we think that are the greatest ever made. That's a completely mm-hmm. different list. Yeah, right? and it's- all-time favorite is strong. Just, like, five movies that I really enjoy. Well... I mean, okay. it's like all-time favorite. That's like really, that's really harsh. They'd be top 25 easy. Can easy. we say that much? They'd be in the top 10, probably. Okay, yeah. Mine okay. happened to probably be one through five. Mm-hmm. Definitely top seven. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna um, choose five, right? So my list would be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, whatever you want to call it, the original, the, the one that started it all, <laughs> Jurassic Park, A Few Good Men, Get Out, and, of course, the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Oh, At me, alert. I do not care. <laughs> Monica, your list would be? Yes, my five. Um, now, I think we should mention, too, that these movies were almost always ones we had seen before. This was a, we felt like watching a movie. It wasn't, we are going to watch a new movie. That's the way it was before, yes. Yes, before. Because of... Uh, the pandemic and quarantine, it, we've kind of morphed it into what we haven't seen. So it's more of a replacement of what we would be seeing at in the movies. Theaters. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movies that I have on my list are Step Brothers, Sing Street, Men in Black, The Replacements, and Parasite. Right. So now we have a list of 10 movies. So from here, each person eliminates three movies from the other person's list. So I look at Monica's list and I get rid of Parasite, not really in the mood for something like that right now. Men in Black, love it, but, you know, not feeling it today. And Sing Street as well for the same reasons. Monica, what would you eliminate yes. for mine, uh, even though I can guess it cold cold. Yeah, you usually can, but that's okay. And yeah, again, it is usually based on like what you feel like watching at that moment. Um so I, if I were picking today, if we were going to watch a movie tonight, I eliminated Star Wars, Jurassic Park, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, all the classics. She just cuts right to the core yeah. of me. It hurts. It hurts. 
Okay, so now we have a list of four movies, right? From the original ten. We have A Few Good Men, we have Get Out, we have The Replacements, and Step Brothers. So now, each person is going to look at those four movies and rank them in order of one to four. One being the one that they most want to see, four being the one that they least want to see, right? So each first place vote will get three points. Each second place vote will get two points. Each third place vote gets one point, And no points are awarded to the fourth place movie, right? So my ranking right now, based on what I want, I'm going Get Out, The Replacements, Step Brothers, and then A Few Good Men, because all cards on the table, I watched it Monday morning. Oh, there you go. Uh, now, my list, based on my feelings today, my first choice is The Replacements, A Few Good Men, Step Brothers, Get Out. Right, so we look at those lists, we award the points, and The Replacements got three points because it's Monica's first place choice, and it got two points because it's my first place choice. And with five points, that makes it the movie that we're going to watch. Oops. It's just that simple. So we pop it on. Yeah. So what I love about this game is that, you know, everybody comes to the table with like, oh, I really want to see this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you have to play it honestly, folks. Like, I could put four movies that I know Monica's going to hate. Yes. And one movie that I know she would tolerate. Mm -hmm. And then make that my list for the night. Knowing that she's going to knock, like, three of them off that I don't care about. And then the other one's going to be her fourth yes. place. Like, mm -hmm. don't game each other. Let's let's all be nice to each other. Yes. Let's, and know. I think there's probably a few movies that we know the other person just is never going to want to watch. Yeah. So that's a movie you just, you know, watch when you have the house to yourself. Or right. something like that. So yeah. you don't even bother putting it on the list because we know that the other person is going to be pained by watching that movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a little extreme. <laughs> but I don't know. I've, uh, it works for us. We've been using it for, what, probably about six, seven years now? Uh, probably. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm good with the list of movies that we watch together. I don't know about you, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and I think, I mean, we... Generally speaking, we have similar tastes in movies. I think we each maybe have a genre or two that is exclusive to us. Right. But as far as the movies... I, I think it, it's worth mentioning, too, this was before a lot of streaming services... So these were our physical DVDs that we had to watch. We're not going to pay to rent one. It, well, with the exception of Redbox, I think sometimes we would use that. Sure. So we're looking at our collection of DVDs. So there are already movies that one of us loves enough to buy it on DVD. Right, exactly. So that's, that's worth noting, too. It's not... Now, as you've mentioned, this game has morphed um, since the pandemic to include new movies like okay it's saturday night we're gonna watch a movie we can't go out to the movie theater so let's look at all of the things available for streaming what are movies you know on our list that we want to watch and now it has morphed into not just movies we've seen previously uh, but new movies we want want to watch right yeah so essentially from from here on out more or less the movies that we talk about on the podcast are going to come as a result of the game, game. Um, besides you know your tent poles your souls that are coming out later your wonder woman your you know other mulan mm. once it finally hits yeah. non 30 dollar there are some movies we just know where we both want to watch when they come out right so we don't need to play the game and right. yes we probably need a better name for this game um, yeah so give us some you, comments if yeah. you want <laughs> you have an idea of what to name the game Besides the game. Yeah, I don't know why we never came up with anything better. I, I mean, because it was kind of a shorthand, right? Just play the game. You know? Yeah, just 
play the game and pick out a movie. Yeah, it's not a new. Yeah, but drop us a line, uh, <laughs> married at the, or married movies podcast at gmail.com or married movies podcast on Instagram. And uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, what should we call the game? <laughs> yeah, and let us know if you try it out in your home. I think it's, you know, it's a great yes. way that everybody is pretty much happy with what they get to see. Exactly. Now, we can't help it if your tastes are, like, completely wildly different. Like, if only one of you likes Korean horror and the other one will only <laughs> watch, you know, animated Trolls 2 or whatever. Like, we can't help you there. Yes. You have to come at it with, you know, an open mind. Mm-hmm. But Well, you know what? Maybe people, we don't have children, but maybe people with children can give this a try. You know, ask your... Oh, if, you yeah. have, if you have more than one child, mm-hmm. I bet you this could work. Maybe it's not five movies. Maybe it's just like three. Yeah. You pick three movies. You pick three movies. Yeah. And then... And then maybe you know, the parents get to eliminate one or two. It's like, like, hey, that. we've watched Frozen 2 yeah. like 16 times in the last one day, so... It might be, it might be a good way to promote possible? family compromise. Yes, exactly. So let us know if it works, uh, works for you and your family. Yes. Compromise. It's done wonders for our family. Oi, oi, oi. Anyway, that's the game. And uh, we hope you enjoy playing it at home. Yes. We're going to be talking about The Broken Hearts Gallery. It's a movie that came out in 2020 and actually hit theaters for a little bit. Uh, But now it's streaming online. It's the story of a 20-something art gallery assistant named Lucy, who lives in New York, who happens to be an emotional hoarder. It stars Geraldine Vishwanathan, Doc Ray Montgomery, Utkarsh Ambudkar, Molly Gordon, Philippa Sue, and a awesome performance by Nathan Dales. Uh, so now we're joined with our, another guest. Today we have with us Megan McKay, and she is my best friend. Sean had his best friend on previously, so it's only fair that I had my best friend. What, one of my best friends. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. I don't want Jeff to get mad at me. <laughs> Jeff, I love you, buddy. One, one of my best friends, yes. And um, Megan was the maid of honor at our wedding, so she she knows our love of movies. She was a big part of um, our Ambler Theater wedding and was, well, at least she seemed like she was super into it and on board with all of the movie, <laughs> <laughs> movie things that we did there. Uh, so thanks for coming, Megan. Can you say hi? Hi. Thank you for having me. And I was indeed very into the movie theater wedding thing. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've brought Megan here uh, today to talk about Broken Hearts Gallery. Um, I thought it was fitting because uh, Megan and I were roommates in college uh, as well, and we loved our share of watching chick flicks together. Um, loved actually, you know, lots of You've Got Mail, I think, was one of them, too. Uh, we just, we enjoyed walking to Turkey Hill, getting a pint of ice cream. Coming... Not a sponsor, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Coming back to the dorm room, eating said ice cream and watching chick flicks. No, that was. Or do you remember the five 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 deal from Domino's? Yes, five medium pizzas, three or more for five dollars. Yes. Three medium pizzas yeah, for five dollars. What did I say? You said five. five. Oh yeah, sorry. Three. <laughs> I mean, you could get five, but it would be twenty. Yeah. We did not eat five pizzas. No, you're right. We only ate hey, three. No judgment. <laughs> yes, no, you're right. We would we would each eat a whole one though, but but yes, then it was our, oh yeah. yeah, it was college. Who cared? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was fitting uh, to bring on Megan, uh, probably most likely to team up on Sean to talk about um, this this chick flick. Uh, Broken Hearts Gallery. So just uh, to kind of, you know, level set here, uh, I'll put you on the spot, Megan. Like, what are your, like, top three, like, rom-coms? Like, where are you at in the 
Like, is there one that just, like, springs to mind as the epitome of chick flick, rom-com, whatever you want to call it? Or I think the one that, like, you always feel like watching. Yeah, yeah. Just or if like, it's on TV, you're going to leave it on. <laughs> what one gets you, you know? <laughs> gets me. Yeah. Speaks um, to you. <laughs> the one that speaks to me the most is, I was actually thinking about this earlier, is um, While You Were Sleeping. I love that mm. one. Okay. Never yeah. seen it. Oh. Sandy oh, B, oh. right? Sean. Yes. You must watch while you are sleeping. Dude, must I though? Must you must. I? Yes. It's yeah. not. It sounds like it would be as creepy as Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. It is a little creepy. <laughs> it's on, only a little bit though. Mm. But Bill Pullman like, is so cute. I don't know. There, it's just so charming, mm-hmm. and and there's stuff. You know how there's always stuff in a rom com that is like like it really like really that just happened yeah really mm-hmm. are we supposed to believe that mm-hmm. and i refuse to suspend my disbelief that far mm-hmm. but i'm fully willing to suspend all my disbelief in uh while you were sleeping that's yeah okay. that makes sense there's Fair nothing enough. in it that i'm like there's no way that happened yeah i think you're right there's not really anything too too far-fetched i mean it's a little weird what she does but it's not far-fetched that yeah. she does it, yeah. and that they all fall in love with her is not really far fetched because it's no. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I mean, the main the main problem of the of the the main conflict of the movie would be easily rectified by like one conversation. Yeah. But that's I mean, true that's almost every movie in the eighties, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, if Haley Joel Osment had just said to Bruce Willis you know, you're a ghost, then the movie would be done. (laughs) Major spoilers, (laughs) listeners, I apologize. No, hey, if you don't, you haven't seen that movie by now, you forget it. (laughs) No, I had that movie ruined for me, and I saw it maybe a year after it came out, so, yeah, your SOL listeners. (laughs) So, with all that in mind of, you know, the the tropes and the, the, you know, the essences of romantic comedies and whatnot... Megan, what are your thoughts on the Broken Hearts Gallery? Um, I okay, it's very tropey. It, oh yes. Um, it fails the Bechdel test. Oh, Have big time. About the Bechdel test. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, the first appearance of Bechdel test talk on uh, on oh, Married at yeah. the Movies. Yes, we haven't talked about. Yeah, I, I feel remiss because I'm sure. Yes. So many of the Tom Hanks movies failed it yes. so hard that <laughs> we should have brought it up. For our listeners, Megan, can you explain? Okay, well, I can explain uh, probably as good as Wikipedia can explain, because I don't know <laughs> if I'll get all the details right. No, that's okay, so, generally speaking. To pass the Bechdel test, um, uh, I think it's any, any piece of art, like literature mm-hmm. or TV or a movie, it has to feature... At least two women, mm-hmm. they have to um, talk to each other, and they have to talk to each other about something other than a man mm-hmm. or a right. relationship. The right. other caveat, I believe, is that they need to be named. Right. I've oh. seen that too, yeah. Yeah. So, um... It failed. It failed that, yes. <laughs> it definitely failed that. But I have never gone into a rom-com expecting it to pass a Bechdel test. You're right. And even, and I was thinking about it, and even, um, like, You've Got Mail and, uh, what's the one I just talked about? While you were sleeping. sleeping. (laughs) 
they they both fail it too. Mm-hmm. I'm like ninety percent sure. I think you've got mail would pass just because of the bookstore conversations. Yeah. Ar- so around in- the shop closing and talking about uh, Meg Ryan's mother with the older woman from Stout? No. Edith. Yeah, yes, exactly. I was just going to say the older woman from all in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I think it would pass, but there's definitely a lacking of substantive, mm -hmm. you know. I don't know. I was thinking about that, too, though, because even when they're talking about it, she's talking about how she fell in love with with Franco. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, that movie didn't stick with me that much. Still talking about men. (laughs) I think when when Broken Hearts Gallery does that, I feel like you see more with rom-coms now is that the woman isn't, like, just searching for a man, though. Like, she's yeah. she has this idea that she wants to pursue, and she's looking, you know, for ways to do so, and she has a career, and, like, yes, yeah, she had her heart broken by uh, the guy, I forget his name, um, but she's still, like, a career woman, and yeah. she wants to be successful in opening a gallery or, you know, pursuing a certain dream that's not find a guy and get married and have babies. Yes. And I feel like that's different than, like, you know, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. So It is. And I, the, one of the things I really loved about about Lucy, mm-hmm. and also, sidebar, it's also Lucy in While You Were Sleeping. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you just, like, <laughs> movies about Lucy. <laughs> How do you feel about Lucy starring, uh, is it... Angelina Jolie? Yeah, I think it's Angelina Jolie. Or ScarJo? Or is it ScarJo? Uh, I forget. I, don't <laughs> I literally don't know what you're talking about, so I feel great about it. Okay. <laughs> um, that's part of what I really loved about Lucy, though, is that she's so self-assured. Mm-hmm. And so herself all the time. Yes. That, and it actually almost to the point where I was like, does this holding on to memories of exes and holding on, like being so broken up over the gallery guy who, I'm sorry, was how was he supposed to be charming? Why do we care about yeah, him? He's you kind mean of, Karsh? Yes, he's kind of a, a jerk. <laughs> Like, I just don't get... I don't understand his appeal at yeah. all. Yeah, like, he had he was, terrible hair. It's purely a Yeah, well, and that's... I mean, I think that's kind of the tropey part, um, where it's like, she's with a guy that doesn't support her passions and her dreams and is super, like, condescending to her, where, you know, the other guy is much more... They're, like, partners in, you know, right. making this hotel and, and gallery and things like that. Right. She had such such self-assuredness and then such supportive friends mm-hmm. who I love. Yeah, they were fun. Like, I love that. I love that they're roommates. I love their little, like, things that they do together. Um, Just like the girl, like, what's the opposite of bromance? Is it girl-mance? Girl-mance. I don't know. No, that's just female friendship. Okay, like, female friendship. We, we have to put a term on it for men because we feel uncomfortable with I it. guess so. And I say me uh-huh. as in, like, mm-hmm. men, not uh, well, we as in... Ovaries before brovery. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, Leslie. <laughs> Stop knowing all my references. I want to know on my own. <laughs> but, you know, you're right. There's, like, it's not like, oh, I this man broke my heart and now I'm just so lonely. Like, we see right. this nice relationship that her friends are supporting her but also like are trying to call her on her bullshit of like yeah. you need to get rid of this stuff like you can't yeah. keep doing this yeah. and like whether they're, be- <laughs> whether they're betting money. on her yeah. 
Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> that's really fun. Anytime you can profit off your best friend's heartbreak, I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> absolutely. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> no, I just really loved that, and the, it's the only thing that made me a little like question if it made sense for her character a little bit. This is probably the product of watching many rom coms over the course of my life. <laughs> sure. Uh, like expecting her because she's heart so heartbroken expecting her to like feel bad about herself oh and yeah turning into a therapy session yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like i don't know i was like you get rejected you feel bad about yourself yeah yeah that seems logical to me mm-hmm. um again maybe i just need some more therapy but... <laughs> yeah but it was um i mean i definitely i didn't I usually don't find myself crying at rom-coms for... Like, I might get teary-eyed when they, like, finally get together. That's cute. But the speech that she gives at the end um, about, like, we finally find out why she's hoarding these things and, like, the part about her mother and all of that, like, I was was crying the whole while. Okay, hold on. (laughs) All right, because this is where my... I have problems Okay. Because the speech at the end... that he completely interrupts and steals the entire moment from her. This is the most important thing to this woman in her young life. And he comes in and he's like, no, I've got something more important to say and it's that I love you. And now the entire room is on my side and you look like a total bitch if you say, like, not now, jackass. Tonight's about me. Like, That's fair. That is fair. It annoyed the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But she said most of the important things. How do you know? That speech could have been 12 pages and she was on page two. That's true. Well, I mean, that's that's the grand gesture part of, you know, the rom-com that's fun. It's, you know, yeah. predictable. I'm just but... saying, read the room, dude. Yeah, you're right. I Yeah, you were a little upset about true. that. That's he does true. kind of... Uh, rain on her parade a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> he did something else that I was like, uh, is that cute? I don't think so. Was it, was it oh. his face? <laughs> I didn't think that what? was cute. He was, he was cute. I don't get it. Yeah, Do you cute. think, was he cute? Yeah, he's cute. Is he? Yeah. I thought, I he, I thought he was really cute. Maybe I just like, every time I look at him, I see like the like possessed uh, dude, like jerk older brother from um, Stranger Things. Um, oh, yeah, that's he's, yeah, that's who he yeah. is. Well... Yeah, I don't know, I just, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know what's hot I about I thought he guys. was cute. I thought he was I, really cute. I thought um, there were a couple times, and this is not the actor's fault by any means, but his pants were, like, hemmed too short. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, I don't want to see your ankles. <laughs> I didn't that notice that. Really, gentlemen, take note. Anyone pulling for me needs to not show me your ankles. That's I'm funny. I'm very Victorian about this, apparently. I did love um, one rom-com trope that I love is like when they realize that the guy can play a musical instrument. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. I feel like that's so. It's like, oh, you play the guitar? Oh, yeah. And this one's like, the piano is just there, and he happens to know this song. Oh, yeah, the song that the mom loves. With yeah. The, yeah. The exact Ugh. song that they sang at karaoke. Yeah. 
looking at Yes. Yeah, I know. Wow, that's so clever. I know. Massive eye like, roll. Yeah, that was pretty cheesy. Like, sorry, <laughs> if you're drinking and at karaoke and the song comes on, I'd be like, I can play this song on the piano. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was a little, um, that was a little cheesy, but... I mean, there were parts where he... The thing he does with the with the map, I didn't understand if that was... Like, did he put that up there and it was fake? Or he, that was actually based on him and Chloe, which, by the way, I knew immediately. <laughs> well, yeah. The predictability of... Yeah, Ryan. yeah, yeah. The Chloe Hotel, I'm like, okay, that's after a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're supposed to think that that was... Like, the story of Chloe. But he just changed the pronoun? I think so. Interesting. Also, there's the other, like, little little things. He can drive while looking fully in the rearview mirror at a person and not looking at the road at all. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's New York traffic. They're not going very far at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent driving skills. Um, and then... Uh, he did something else. Oh, when they were fighting, when she realizes Chloe is mm-hmm. Chloe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chloe. Uh, our listeners will love that. <laughs> that was an excellent face. Thank you. Too bad this is an audio. Meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll make that um, the thumbnail. Uh, I, where I thought she made an excellent point. She's saying, like, you made fun of me for keeping a tie from Max. Yeah. And you named a hotel after a woman, and he goes, "That's not fair." And I was like, "Mm, "Like on the play, pretty sure that's fair." Yeah. (laughs) Like she just realized that. I don't know what's not fair about that. They just that fight was. I mean, he does say that it was Chloe before they broke up, so it is like you know cost prohibitive to then change all the paperwork, all the like logos, and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Oh, he named it after her before they. Yeah, while they were still. Yeah, oh, I together. missed that. Yeah. Oh. I think. See, and I watched it three times, and I missed. Well, I thought you watched this three times. <laughs> yes, I did. Wow. I do my homework. Yeah, she's like super prepared. She's a good student. <laughs> cool. Like, <laughs> I yeah. I would I I definitely wanted to watch this movie again. It's just one of those, um, those fun rom coms. I can definitely see myself watching it over and over again and being equally oh when they get together <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it, it was cute it was i mean it definitely held up its level of cuteness yeah. the other t- the multiple viewings um but there there were just other little things that i noticed then that don't you, it doesn't in a rom-com when something is unbelievable it doesn't bother me it's just i'm just like oh that would never happen yeah yeah mm. um like even Lucy's habit of keeping things from relationships, mm-hmm. like I've done that. I literally have right next to me a sweatshirt that I stole from a man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that I will never return. Um, but. Yeah, they do kind of make it like, it's not totally weird to do that. You know, yeah, to like it's keep. Not, it's not totally weird. What was weird to me was still having a thing like a decade after Mm -hmm. whatever's over because I kept a bunch of stuff from like my first boyfriend who I was with for almost five years Mm -hmm. so like that was a long a long relationship yeah like basically all of college that's a long time 
and I kept stuff because I thought it would be significant mm-hmm. and like no offense to him or our relationship or anything like that I don't think mm-hmm. it was garbage but like that stuff I'm like well why did I keep this yeah mm-hmm. well also she has she has so many things so is it just like she goes on one date with someone and keeps something and then yeah. like like they make it like oh your past boyfriends and then in her room when she like throws it away I'm like oh my gosh how many boyfriends oh, has this girl gosh. had that maybe it's you know it might be a little weird if you go on one date with someone and keep something right like that maybe that's what we were supposed to think that it's just she keeps it's not even sentimental because it was only like one date but she Persistent keeps thing. well cause she does take the salt shaker from like that breakfast with her uh roommates mm-hmm. yeah that's right their friends she's like mm-hmm. this was fun I'll take this yeah. yeah I don't think it was one thing per person I think it was just she took many many things oh that could be like like Rachel's box and friends how there were like eight things in there oh, but they were all yes. from Ross oh yeah that's cute. I'm just trying to get the discussion onto something that I enjoy. <laughs> like the movie ticket. Yeah. So, so on our show, Megan, we ask all of our guests to uh, rate the movie. So on a scale of one to ten, considering all things about the movie, what value... Oh, you are allowed to use half points as well. Are we Are we saying that? Or was that only just for Thanksgiving to get rid of the, oh. the ranking bottleneck? Well, I feel like if our guests want to use half points, they can use half points. That's fair. No. I, I will be going back to full points. But. Well, we'll see. Uh, Sean says full points. I say half points. So we'll see what okay. Megan says. Do, do what you want. I'm just saying. No, do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. So I have a, um, a 6.75. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would rate it a 7. Okay. Huh? Why is that? I think because I think it's, it's good. It gave me like the... The feeling that I'm looking from for from a rom com. Mm-hmm. Um, it also didn't, as sometimes happens in rom coms, um, it didn't give me that like, like make me mad at the movie for perpetuating things that just do not happen and are never true. Okay. Um, like I could conceivably believe that relationship happening. It oh, I see what you're saying. Completely impossible. Mm-hmm. And then, and it also didn't perpetuate any of the, like, Lucy's life is going to be garbage unless she gets this guy. Sure. Yeah. Um, or any guy. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like it when movies make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying before, Monica, it was like, just, uh, like a woman is so sad without a partner, yeah. without a man, you know? Um, it didn't have any of that stuff. I, that to me makes a good rom-com. It was, like, tropey. Again, that's expected. Mm-hmm. But um, there were just enough little things that it's not, it's not like, a top, top rom-com for me. But I thought it was a really good, more modern yes. um, mm-hmm. rom-com. Okay. Uh, Sean, how are you? I'm saving mine for last. Oh, boy. The big <laughs> reveal. <laughs> I'm guessing it's an eight or higher. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Like, it was, it was like entertaining, you know. And that's like, I guess, the base level of what you want from a movie. <laughs> it's like, make me not think about other things while this washes over me, right? Yeah, okay. So it's fine. I, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it doesn't try to be more than 
your your standard date mm-hmm. fair, mm-hmm. which is fine for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was around a seven, but just the more I think about it, the more him barging on on <laughs> that, that speech. Like it, it's just so rude, man. It's so cute that you so think so rude. <laughs> so and he did it with a neon light. That it has no electrical source. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one, too. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, he came in, like, he found somebody at the, at the door and was like, can you get me an extension cord? I'm planning a, a giant romantic gesture. Like, yeah. gotta run through the street with this thing. Yeah. That's like, funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I, I knock it down one point for that, and I think I'm at a six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. Like, honestly, when... We were like, we're going to talk about this today. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me remember what, hap- what happened. <laughs> like, I, it was forgettable okay. for me. And I think that the characters, while entertaining, also kind of fell into that, like, I don't know. There's, like, a portrayal of, like, millennial women, I think, that is, like, very rote by now. Okay. With, like, girls and, like other shows that kind of like the the quirky way of talking and like kind of like the Zoe Deschanel style of dialogue okay it's like I'm so weird and it's charming it is in this yeah. film for sure but I don't know I just feel like it's kind of a, a trap that's fair okay I went with an eight guys I thought I was right I thought I thought it was really fun it's all the things that I want in a rom-com, even if they are kind of tropey or unrealistic. Um, and I love uh, the actress that plays Lucy. She was so... She's in um, the TV show Middle Ages? Is that what the... I don't know. Oh, You're she, the only one that watches it. Oh, Dark she, Ages? Yeah. It's the one Mi- where... Mir- Miracle Workers. Yeah. The show's called... Not even close. No, but, no, but there's, there's different... It's... No, sh- No, listen. That was the... That's the subtitle. It's Miracle Workers, Dark Ages, and then, like, Miracle Workers, Middle Ages. I think they were two separate seasons. Um, it's super, super funny. It's her and Danielle Radcliffe. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. That's what I said. You said Danielle Radcliffe. Daniel. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Shut up, Kai. teaming up on me. Anyway, I love her. I, I think we're going to see a lot of her going oh, forward. Yeah. I just really, really... Um, I just really liked watching her even, yeah. but it, um, it had all the, the things that I like. So I, yeah. eight out of 10 for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Can we take a second though to talk about Jeff? The, oh, yeah. the, um, the guy from Letterkenny. Oh, Daryl from Letterkenny. Yes. My favorite character in the entire movie. Silent Bob of rom-com. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah. So I... Knew I recognized him from something. <laughs> and uh, I think he the, that whole thing would have been so much funnier if the only thing he ever said in the whole movie was that amount of money that they like bet on. Because that's like when he mm-hmm. actually starts talking. That would be funny. But then they cut to that thing where he was doing like the broken hearts thing too and he's talking about ferrets or something. Oh, you're right. It did kind of break. Oh, yeah. It did kind of break from the character of like he doesn't talk. Yeah, but you could see the, I forget 
Was he with Philip Asu or was he with the other friend? He was with the other friend. The other friend. I could see her like forcing him to actually speak True. there. So I can kind of write that off. Uh, that was a really funny element of this, like him never talking. And then, yeah, then she's like, oh, now you decide to talk. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then he could have just like gone back to not talking. Mm-hmm. And that, that would have been perfect for me. But for like it, it kind of ruined that whole joke, like through the whole movie for me. Yeah. That makes sense. It's fair. And also, one other thing. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Like, I know they did karaoke, but when they were doing karaoke, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna pull in Philippa Sue here to, like, sing something really amazing. Yes. Because obviously she can. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm so glad that they didn't do that. Yeah. Because it would have totally taken you out of the the movie that you're in and you then you're just thinking about Hamilton. Yes. And, you know, as much as I enjoy thinking about Hamilton, yes. it's not an appropriate time to do it yeah. while you're watching Broken Hearts Gallery. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, uh, Philippa Sue plays um, Eliza Hamilton in Hamilton. So yeah. her voice is amazing. Yeah, she yeah. definitely had to probably, like, do, like, work hard to sing badly in that scene yeah <laughs> I thought she did great she wasn't even, it wasn't even bad she was yeah. singing karaoke it was great yeah yeah but I feel like it was probably hard for her yeah well Megan thank you so much for coming on to our show to talk to us it was nice to catch up nice to hear your perspective although I thought you were going to agree with me more than Sean and uh, you yes. split right you the split middle. the difference I think you're a harder grader than yeah he uh, gave it a 6 I gave it an 8 and you just split it right down with the 7 so you have to remember I'm a little just a little bit bitter about life so. oh that's true <laughs> that's, that's where <laughs> I'll watch a rom-com but I'm gonna bring in some severity to okay, it. That's, okay. that's fair <laughs> fair enough yeah. fair enough <laughs> Uh, Megan, do you have anything you want to plug for our listeners? Anything that you're doing that you want to talk about? Or any, you know, movie recommendations? Uh, what am I obsessed with? Uh, can I recommend a TV show? Sure. Okay, I know it doesn't really fit the theme, but uh, on Amazon Prime, it's actually a BBC uh, Fleabag. Oh, yeah. It's one and two. Season two yeah. of Fleabag. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> See, here's my hot take. I like season one better than season two. What? I know. We'll have to have a, a, another episode or something. <laughs> what? I, did you freeze or are you just angry? <laughs> I can't no. tell. This is my what reaction. I like season one, but season two, like, if I were not so medicated, I would just weep for days. But, like, I can't cry. But okay. if I could... You're like, are you like Cameron Diaz in The Holiday? <laughs> yes. Oh, also a great rom-com. Less annoying, Better, yeah. less annoying than she is. Yes, like, thank you. Oh. Um, so Fleabag is what Fleabag, yeah. Megan suggests. Other than that, uh, I'm on Instagram, MegmasterFlex. The L is a one. I post pictures of my cat. Oh, it was very cute. And I think I'm funny. So. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for taking time out of ever, you know, busy schedules uh, to come to come talk to us uh, today. Thank you. Great. So thank you so much.